This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey there, welcome to Friday. I'm Hillary, this is your four minute buzz and here are some of today's top stories. President Biden has announced a pardon for all prior federal offenses for the simple possession of marijuana. Biden has been vocal for a while now about wanting to ease marijuana laws and many viewed this as a step toward making it legal nationwide. In his announcement, Biden argued that criminal records for marijuana possession have made it too hard for people to find employment, housing, and educational opportunities. And he also claimed that the law has been enforced in a racist way. Now, additionally, Biden urged governors to make similar pardons for state convictions, and he ordered a reconsideration of how marijuana is categorized. Now, currently, it's listed under federal law in the same category as heroin and LSD. He also made it clear that he wants limitations on marijuana trafficking, marketing, and underage sales to remain in place. And meanwhile, the U.S. Treasury is committed to even more spending. Yesterday, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen made this announcement about international climate goals. To advance this objective, Treasury is announcing a new nearly billion-dollar contribution to the Clean Technology Fund and the Biden administration remains committed to boosting international climate financing to over $11 billion by 2024. In addition to abating emissions, countries must also build greater resilience to climate change's impacts. And as Democrats in power continue to spend and make new rules all over the place, Blaze TV Stubergear recently took a look at how they get away with it all. What Biden and his allies are doing is they're saying 
the, the left wing of their party says we want free hamsters for everybody. There's no constitutional way. And so they push back against their own party and they say, look, everyone thinks we can just give free hamsters to everybody, but that is just not in the constitution. We don't have the power to do that. We've asked all of our lawyers. They all say we can't do it. Everybody knows we can't do this. Then the left wing of the party continues to ask for it. And eventually they just get to this point where, well, we tried to pass it. We tried to do it. We got our pen. We got our phone. Let's just do it. So they do the thing that they know is unconstitutional. Free hamsters for everyone. And then they take their chance in the courts. Best case scenario, they find some left-wing judge somewhere and they say, yeah, you can absolutely give free hamsters to every citizen. And on the other hand, they get shot down. And that's usually what happens. They've overreached all of these times. This is just a small sampling of how many times this has happened. And it gets overturned in the courts eventually. But for them, for the Democrats that don't care about the Constitution, that treat it like a speed bump, this is a win. This is a win for them. Because what they get to do is then say, we tried to give you a hamster. Let's do sum that up perfectly. And lastly, the midterms, they're almost here and plenty of politicians are up for re-election, but there may soon be one more seat up for grabs. Now, according to the Tampa Bay Times, the University of Florida plans to announce that Senator Ben Sass of Nebraska will be its next president. And in order to take the position, he allegedly plans to announce his resignation from the Senate next week. But this won't trigger another election. Instead, if Sass resigns, the state's Republican governor will pick a replacement. Sass is also a Republican, although his decision to convict former President Trump in his second impeachment trial caused a lot of controversy. But if he chooses to resign, it won't be immediate. Instead, he would likely leave the Senate in December. I'm Hillary. That's your 4-Minute Buzz. Now here's Glenn and Stu to start the show. Thank you so much, uh, Hillary. I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, GRIP6. And let me, let me paint a picture here of a parallel economy that I'm telling you always about. When you buy socks, you're just buying socks. But when you're buying socks from Grip6, you're not just getting the best socks on the market. You're supporting American jobs and lots of them. You're supporting American ranchers who raise specially bred sheep that produce modern wool right here in America. The American manufacturers who wash the wool, process it, weave it into socks that there's no other sock like this, honestly. Keeps you warm in the winter, cool in the summer. You think of wool and you don't think of it as you think of it as hot and not stretchy and just kind of that. This is a completely different socks and it is only American made products and American labor. So you're not just getting socks. You're participating in a movement. Challenge you. I challenge you now to become part of this movement. Join the parallel economy and check out Grip 6 today. I wear them. I love them. So will you. Put your trust and hard-earned money in a company that does it right in America. It's grip6.com slash Beck. That's grip6.com slash Beck.
are about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. And hello, America. It is Friday. We have a lot on our plate today, but we're going to begin with a very bizarre approach to uh, a fundraiser with the president of the United States. Trying to raise funds, trying to get everybody on board for the Democrats, and one of his main topics is nuclear war. Is that something that he thinks is going to work for him? I don't understand. I There's a couple of things going on about this that we need to discuss right now. 60 seconds and we go there. Cindy wrote in about her experience with the Relief Factory. She said, I suffer from really bad back pain. One day, a friend of mine brought me some of the Relief Factor that they had and said, just try this. Took me a while to start, but once I did, within four days, my pain was almost completely gone. I've told at least 12 other people about Relief Factor, and I'll continue to tell more. Thank you so much. That really is, word of mouth is the best advertisement, and it is what everybody does. It's why I'm doing it. I said no to Relief Factor until I tried it and it worked for me. And then, you know, I become an evangelist. That's what everybody does on Relief Factor if it works for them. 70% of the people who order it go on to order more because, I mean, why would you do that? I just like wasting money. I just, I'm building a house made out of little capsules of Relief Factor. No, you do, you pretty much do that uh, if it was working for you. ReliefFactor.com. Call 1-800-4-RELIEF. 1-800-4-RELIEF. Get the 1995 three-week quick start developed for you. ReliefFactor.com. 1-800, the number four, Relief. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. So yesterday, uh, in an address to the Democratic Senatorial Campaign Committee, um, he said the country, under his leadership, is as close to Armageddon as it has been since the Cuban Missile Crisis in the 1960s. Now, I don't know if that gets a crowd all whipped up, you know, oh my God, yes, I want to give. I want more senators. So he was in New York, and he started talking about Vladimir Putin threatening to use a nuclear weapon. And he said, Putin was not joking. No joke. When he talks about the use of tacti- tacti- tact- tactical nuclear weapons or biological and chemical wep- weapons, we have not faced the prospect of Armageddon like this since Kennedy and the Cuban Missile Prices. Now, Russia uh, has been backed into a corner, and you don't take a lion and back it into a corner with no escape. White House says the Biden administration has communicated directly with Russian officials about what kind of response using a nuclear weapon would bring. The officials aren't going to share publicly what the U.S. response would look like, but they said it would be catastrophic. I don't think there's any such thing as the ability to easily use a tactical weapon and not end up with Armageddon. This is what Biden said last night. So I think we know what the response would be. It's not like, you know what? We're just we're going to write a strongly worded letter. That's right. We're going to have the U.N. get together. There's not such a thing as the ability to easily use a tactical weapon and not end up with Armageddon. Okay. my question is, can we have a conversation about this? Is Ukraine really worth 
vaporization. Are we really sure the guy who has been called, and I'm quoting, the wrongest man on foreign policy ever, are we really, we're really going to just do this and have no discussion about it? Don't you think we should just stop? A very disturbing thing came out yesterday. The HHS uh, put out a press release. It's a just, you know, normal stuff here. Just normal stuff. We're just buying some stuff, you know, in case everybody's irradiated. You're like, wait, what? Oh, we do this all the time. No, 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 actually, you don't. The press release, they announced they uh, had purchased $290 million worth of a anti-radiation drug. Now, you think of those, um, what are those pills that you you get for thyroid? You know, they're... Huh? Iodine? Iodine pills. Okay. We have a bunch of those. Okay. We have a bunch of those. That's not this. That's not this. This is $290 million worth of acute radiation sickness medication. These are not potassium iodine pills. You know, you can get those in your go bag. It's well known that the state and federal government agencies have been stockpiling that since the 1950s. The state of Delaware just announced the state of Delaware. Gee, who's from there? Just announced it will be handing out free potassium iodide tablets to residents on October 13. What? So potassium iodide uh, or iodate is the stuff that you take to prevent your thyroid from absorbing radiation from the dust that you might breathe in. Now, apparently, we have, the U.S. government has enough potassium iodide for every American to have three days' worth of doses. So there are 330 million of us. So that would mean we have about a billion tablets. So I think we're covered on that. So what did we just spend $300 million on? Well, the, the drug that the HHS says it just purchased was called N-Plate. And it's made by a company named Amgen. I'm looking into the company now. I'm trying to see if there's any other way to explain this other than um, they know something that we don't know. Now, this drug is used to treat acute ARS. That's acute radiation syndrome. It's used to treat blood cell injuries from severe radiation poisoning. So if you don't take the thyroid blocker stuff, you end up with acute radiation blood poisoning, I guess. So here's what's interesting. Until this press release, there is no evidence of any kind that our research team could find that Health and Human Services have ever had anti-radiation poison medication just sitting around on hand. We don't carry a stockpile of this. Now, here's the other interesting thing. If you look at the MDSS, the Material Data Safety Sheet, and you look for this drug from, uh, uh, from Amgen, the storage half-life for N-plate, which is in an IV bag, is required to be refrigerated at all times, and it only has a shelf life of 18 months. Why did we just spend $300 million on something we've never purchased before. It is for serious radiation poisoning. 
it has to be refrigerated at all times. Uh, and it only has a shelf life of 18 months. This isn't some pill that we're buying and tossing into some warehouse and store it for the next 50 years. This drug goes bad in 2024. Hmm. Now, we have stuff like that. We Insulin has to be kept cold uh, until it's used, and it's it lasts as long as about a about the average goldfish and our government just bought 300 million dollars of this stuff huh why i can come up with two answers now i we are researching this this is based on initial research so things could change but the two things that i think of is who's amgen what did we just give $300 million for? Who's this company? How are they connected? Are they connected? Is this another pharmaceutical company that, okay, that's the first one. I don't really think that's right. I am afraid that our government either knows nukes are coming or is itching for nukes to come. I, I, I just, I, I can't explain what we're doing. We are antagonizing every step of the way in this war. And by the way, we started some more tough talk against China yesterday. Now, if I'm China, think of this through, think this through with me. And I could be, this is just off the top of my head, ridiculous you know, Glenn, this is the kind of stuff I throw out in meetings. Okay, so no <laughs> thoughts on this one yet. Um, if I'm China and I've cozied up to Russia, is it in my best interest to keep Russia from using a tactical nuke? I would say yes. Why? Uh, because you don't want to start a world war and mm. wipe out not only the global economy, but something that could obviously spread to your country as well. Right. Okay. So MSNBC is reporting right now, Biden warning about Nuclear Armageddon. But if you look at all of the uh, ways this plays out, Asia, the Middle East, Africa, South America, clean. Nothing happens to them. Okay? Uh, it's just nuclear <laughs> nuclear uh, uh, nightmare, global warming to about 7,000 degrees in Europe, Russia, and the United States. Now, you need them as buyers, but what will they need? They will need to rebuild. And remember who rebuilt Europe? We did. And did that work out well for us or not so well? If you're trying to destroy the United States, you think long-term, they've got a plan to destroy the United States. But wouldn't it be easier... If somebody else destroys, destroys the United States and, in the same time, it takes out their other competition of Vladimir Putin. And it just kind of cleans everybody's clock. And, gosh, the world will need help. And, well, we'll have to rebuild it. And, gosh, we have the ships and everything. And, and well, now we have Taiwan, so we have all the chips, too. And we could just, we'll go in there and we're not occupying no, 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 we're not occupied. We're just rebuilding. We're helpers. Now, that's a crazy out there 
theory based in nothing but my own, you know, uh, fiction writing skills. But I don't know if China is really all that opposed to this. Have your enemies wipe each other out. So here we are with uh, Zelensky yesterday speaking at an Australian tank uh, conference. I don't even know what a tank conference is. Is that where they're selling tanks? They all get together and like, hey, let's talk tanks. Tankathon. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, he suggested that NATO should engage in what he calls preemptive action to dissuade them for using their nukes against uh, uh, Ukrainian soldiers. And he said, we should attack them first and show them what sort of things would happen if they choose to use nukes. Now, I don't know if I've said this yet. I mean, for a while. And maybe we should, like a cuckoo clock at the top of every hour, just remind people, Zelensky was a comedian. Zelensky was a comedian. It's like we have, it's like if we elected, uh, you know, Guilford Godfrey or Martin Lawrence and like, hey, should we nuke them or should we use uh, F-35s? Now, nah, maybe F-35s or F-18s. What do you think? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, th- what are we doing? Now, we have a comedian telling us how we should respond. We then have the Pentagon who brought us the wonderful debacle of Afghanistan put us into this confrontation is currently flexing its muscles. You know, the Pentagon yesterday said, you know what? If China blocks the, the, the uh, trade route with Taiwan, don't worry about it. We have the uh, air and sea power to break that, that, uh, that blockade. What? Am I the only person in America that says, Let's not go to war. This election is vital. It's the most important election. Shut up. We have a president who says, we're close to Armageddon. The guy doesn't know what time it is for pudding. And he's telling our Pentagon, the guy who's wrong about everything, telling our Pentagon what to do, and our Pentagon has completely lost their mind. You, you, we are watching a play, except this time, you know, it's a, it's a whodunit murder mystery. Let's go to the play, except the ones who get killed are the audience. You've got to go out and vote. Because if you don't, you're going to have another, you know, you're going to have another really, really deeply trained brain like Fetterman. Back in a minute. All right. Going to let you in on something big. You have to act quickly. Blinds.com is showing their gratitude to you and all of their customers by having a friends and family sale. Right now through October 12th, during the sale, you can save up to 45% off everything plus doorbusters. Now, because... They don't have the usual retail markups. They don't have showrooms or anything like that. A 45% savings on their already low prices is a no-brainer. 
Blinds.com believes that ordering online doesn't mean sacrificing style or service. You can get the latest styles of curtains, shades, shutters, and a whole lot more. And if you need help selecting what you want, they have great design experts who can do live consultations. If you need help with measuring or installation, not, 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 that, I, not that I did. I mean, I can... Anyway, um, it's Blinds.com. Their friends and family sale now through October 12th for up to 20, uh, sorry, 45% off statewide. Uh, 45% edit here, will you, Sarah? 45% off. <laughs> We're live, Glenn. Oh, crap. At Blinds.com. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 10 seconds, station ID. Oh, by the way, um, I just want to let you know, the Army has fallen uh, short of their recruiting goal, but only by se- uh, by 25%. Oh, really? Yeah. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Good news. Yeah. Good news. So, quick question on, on, uh, your, th- on your theories here. Okay. Because yeah. I can understand why I, I, I sensed a little bit that you went to many negative conclusions. <laughs> uh, well, let's start at the purchase. beginning. Why does the president give a speech at a fundraiser and like, hey, we're so close to Armageddon. Right. And okay. then you add on the fact that uh, we're buying all this anti-radiation medication. That expires in 18 months. In 18 months. months. Um, so in a, in a, let me just put this in a different world. <coughs> okay. okay. All right. For okay. just a second. Like here. a sane one? A sane, let's say we were in a sane world. <laughs> okay. We're not, but okay. And we're in a, a situation where we believe the right thing to do is to stop Russia from advancing. Uh-huh. We're on Ukraine's side. We're funding yeah. them with missiles. Mm-hmm. And... Someone, some really smart person in the mm-hmm. room says, mm-hmm. hey, guys, like this could spit out of control. We we should, first of all, consider whether we should continue to do this the way we're doing it. Mm-hmm. And secondarily, we should start preparing for the worst. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if if we in this different world, there was an attack then we wind up getting nuclear weapons falling on our territory. We want those ventilators. We would say, right. Yeah. We would say, hey, what What right. a bunch of idiots in the White House for not purchasing this Amen, medication brother. in advance. I'm with you. Right? I'm with you. So could you make the argument that uh-huh. in a different world that with a different yeah. administration, right. they're acting competently here and sure. preparing for a worst I case situation? I could even argue that in this world. Really? I could. Now you have to ask yourself... <laughs> Then why aren't we having wall-to-wall conversations yeah. about nuclear war? Because if they're taking it seriously enough to spend three hundred million dollars on medication, I—I th- I mean, I think I look. I don't have, I have no faith in the Biden administration to do the right thing in any situation. Mm-hmm. But there are a bunch of people in our military who look at these things and are probably maybe I'm we're saying, skeptical I, no, no, of this I'm, entire I'm, operation. I'm saying, are we the people? We are being led by the elites, and we are being led into death chambers, it seems, almost every day. Look at what, look at what we're doing. Look at what we're doing on every front. Well, you know what? We're not going to prosecute criminals. Oh, okay. All right. Streets are on fire. In some cities, literally. Really bad idea. You know what? We're just going to keep printing money. We're just, yeah, that's fine. Are you kidding me? How are you going to afford food in a year? And they just keep spending. They just keep spending. How about gas? 
We're depleting the strategic oil reserve, the lowest it's been in 40 years. That not only ties to what we're doing with with gasoline and, you know, the environment, but it also goes right directly to war. The strategic oil reserve is for that. So he's saying we have Armageddon possibly coming and 25% of our goals not being met for recruiting people in the military and we are depleting our strategic oil reserve. Shouldn't we have a conversation about this? Shouldn't half the America, half of America, who is only watching CNN and all of the New York Times, shouldn't they be involved in this? Shouldn't they know? Shouldn't they know? Shouldn't somebody be talking on those channels going, hey, 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 guys, I just want to let you know, here's the real picture. Now, what do we do about it? They're not having that conversation. The Glenn Beck Program. They're hearing Biden, I mean, uh, Putin, bad. All right. uh, Always plenty to be stressed out every day without having to give the stress of a major thing like buying or selling a home and adding that to the fire. That stress is stress on steroids. But you're in luck. I started a company about eight years ago called Real Estate Agents I Trust. And they're going to help you get through the buying and selling process, practically stress-free, as stress-free as possible. These are the real estate agents all over the country that have best practices. You know, there's, I don't know how to interview a, a real estate agent, or I didn't. I was like, yeah, you don't know a real estate agent? Yeah, Bob sold my house. Okay, I'm calling Bob. Hey, Bob, will you sell my house? Sure, sign here. That's the way it usually happens. It shouldn't happen that way. We've done all of the work and looked for the real estate agents that have the best practices. And I want you to interview them yourself. Just start here. It's it's really, really good and a free service to you. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Take the stress off your shoulders. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Do you want to die in a nuclear war and not be a Blaze TV subscriber? I, I don't I, think so. No, you don't. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn.
45 seconds. Fifteen seconds. Thank you for being wide awake. Thank you for paying attention. Stu and I were just talking uh, off air, and he just said to me, you know, this, this, these aren't long-term plans anymore or problems. These, yeah. these are happening right now. It's really scary. I talked to Brian Riedel from the Manhattan Institute yesterday just about the debt. You mentioned it quickly as one of the problems, and it seems like it's way down the road. It's but not. We are, yeah, we are, it's not down the road. The government had an, uh, an opportunity to lock in our debt at 1.8% long-term. This is a year ago. Now, Brian, who's, who came on my show and said this at the time, multiple times, screamed about it, yelled about it. Nobody listened to him. We didn't lock in long-term debt. Instead, we basically stayed on the equivalent of an adjustable mortgage, right? Hey, we'll keep it where it is now. We don't need to lock it in. What if it goes down to 1.5? We'd be stupid to get it at 1.8. So they kept it on adjustable rate mortgages. Now it's gone up to, I think, already 3.8. And again, to remind you, for each percentage point that these rates go up, it costs us $30 trillion over 30 years. So about a trillion dollars a year. For every point. It's gone Mm -hmm. up two points already we generally have been running a budget last year it was 6.8 trillion dollars um but we only take in about three trillion i think when we're really going gangbusters um in, you know in taxes we've been spending about four trillion every year that means that today today just with the interest rates we have two trillion dollars of Interest alone. Yeah, we're not getting anything for that. No. It's important to understand. We've already spent that money. So this is just your rates going up. Half of the money that you pay for income tax, half of it, should go to just pay the loan. Just pay the interest on the loan. Money we've already spent. Correct. Years ago. Maybe even decades ago. Mm-hmm. So your $2 trillion, they're not going to cut our budget by $2 trillion. They're not going to do it. They'll instead, if it's a $4 trillion budget and we have $2 trillion on top, we'll just take out another $2 trillion loan for the interest. This is how you get to hyperinflation. We must cut our spending. Time is out. We are at the end of the road, gang. We're at the end of the road. This election is so important. By the way, you know, I just mentioned this, but I also mentioned uh, the U.S. Strategic Oil Reserves. Mm. 
Try this on for size. During the Trump administration, Trump had negotiated with U.S. oil producers to use shale to fully fill the U.S. Strategic Petroleum Reserve for $24 a barrel. Okay? Well, the Democrats went crazy, and they blocked that plan. Schumer bragged, going, yeah, you know what? We just blocked a bailout for big oil. $24 a barrel is what he had negotiated. Biden's Green New Deal policies have now effectively blocked all new U.S. oil production and imports since he took office, from the Keystone Pipeline to issuing fewer new oil releases to exploratory permits on federal lands. He's done more than any president has done since World War II in the wrong direction. He has spent the last month begging OPEC, and especially Saudi Arabia, to keep OPEC production at all-time highs, okay? He went over there. They wouldn't even take his phone call, so he had to actually go over and grovel in front of the crown prince. Now, the crown prince, remember, is the guy who they say killed that reporter, Khashoggi. And during his uh, campaign, he said, enough of Saudi Arabia. They killed Khashoggi, and that's crime. That's a crime, and we will hold him accountable. So now he's got to go stand or kneel at the feet of that guy. And what did he say? I'm really, really sorry. I'm really, really sorry. And if you would just, if you would just keep the OPEC production going, um, I'll grant you diplomatic immunity from U.S. prosecution for the murder of Khashoggi. Wait, what? You could open things up and you could have the oil here. You could go back to the Trump deal, I'm sure, $24 a, a, a barrel for shale oil. You won't do it. So you will go to not only beg at the feet of Saudi Arabia, but you will offer him immunity. This was one of the big things that the Democrats wanted. How dare Trump? He's not going to do anything about the murder of Khashoggi. Oh, my gosh, he's a, he's a murderous animal. And the prince of Saudi Arabia is bad, too. And what does he do? Biden goes over and says, by the way, we won't prosecute you on that. And they still not only say no to him, they cut production by 2 million barrels a day. It's important to note, too, before this trip, they were threatening to cut it 1 million barrels per day. And then he made this trip. He begged them. He offered them all these things. And then they cut it by 2, mil- two million barrels per day. Think about this. Uh, could there be a more incompetent person than Joe Biden? I don't know. I mean, maybe he's doing it all in pur- on purpose and he's very competent. I don't know. But he is uh, he's not he is not acting in the best interest of the United States or he's no. not capable of doing it. One of the two. No. You know, if if Donald Trump were doing this, or if anybody was doing it, anyone was doing this six years ago, would wouldn't I mean everybody everybody would be like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're you're wait, you're arresting people who are praying and singing in front of abortion clinics. Okay, maybe we're just gonna ignore that. But we wouldn't be go, going in guns a blazing with an FBI raid when it locally had been dismissed. We would, we would never put up with these gas prices 
we would have never put up with with Afghanistan and then mm. the politicizing of our troops. We would never, ever, no Democrat, I can't say no Democrat, no traditional liberal would have ever said, yeah, double mastectomy for 12-year-olds, I'm good with that. Oh, we got to cut his penis off? Yeah, sure, go ahead. He's eight, why not? Nobody would say that. No one would say that. And now we're apparently okay with it. That's interesting. You trust these people? And, you know, I, I, I made a list today of the most important races out there. And I wanted to talk to you about it, Stu, because hmm. you might disagree. But I think the most important race out there is the Fetterman-Oz race. <laughs> and here's why I say that. Yeah. Not because I'm a big fan of Oz. I mean, if I lived in Pennsylvania, yep, I'd be voting for him. But not a big fan of him, necessarily. Uh, but what does it say about the people in Pennsylvania that they will put a guy in who is clearly damaged? I have, you know, I have great sympathy in my family. My grandfather had a stroke. My daughter had strokes. I, I understand strokes and I have great sympathy, but I wouldn't have put my grandfather into the Senate Okay, I wouldn't do it. I love him, love my daughter, but if you can't function like he can't in a quick uh, debate where there's lots of noise, especially at a time where the president is saying, yeah, we might be in Armageddon, you know, soon. What time is it now? This is the most critical time in American history. And the people of Pennsylvania are even considering Fetterman? The Eagles are so much better than the Eagles. This is supposed to be our greatest deliberative no. body. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know what it says to me? It, it, it says that we've given up. If they, if they put we've given John Fetterman in, like, yeah. I mean, this is like, we've, we've just, we've flushed it. We've pulled the yeah. plug out of the wall. We're waiting for the heart to stop beating. Like, this is over. We've just given do, up. We do not have a constitutional republic. That's why I think this is the most important one, because it says something about Pennsylvania and Pennsylvania voters. Really? You're that apathetic, that uninformed, or that much just past a republic that you're like, whatever, it doesn't yeah, matter. This is not an ideological split. In fact, no. you know, you'd look at Dr. Oz, if anything, and say he's not particularly ideological, right? I, yeah. I mean, he was not the guy we talked about is like, oh, we this is a great conservative voice. We need to make sure Dr. Oz gets in because his positions on taxes are so important. Like, I mean, he's a good communicator. Uh, obviously, he's had a, a, a very accomplished career and has a lot of uh, things to, uh, you could argue, on his side. But like, He's not a guy that you'd say, oh, my gosh, we can't put him in because he's too conservative. That's not the – there's no real argument there. No, no. It's just you have he a guy – He should appeal to the middle-of-the-road voter, the middle yeah. Democrat that is like, you know what, I don't want any of the crazies. He should appeal to those people. And then on the other side, you have a Bernie Sanders supporter 
a guy, a, a guy who wants to defund the police, a guy who is on the extreme left wing of the AOC branch of the party, and because he wears a hoodie and is tall and overweight, we're supposed to just dismiss this? This is the ideological candidate here. When he can think, all he does is think like Marx. And we're going to put that guy in the Senate. Uh, at this time. At this time, this when time. he's... He's not even capable of doing the socialist shtick right now. Now, this this should tell you something about the Democratic supporters. He has doubled his fundraising record this quarter over last quarter. Doubled his fundraising. Fetterman. Fetterman. It's come in from all over the country. So there are Democrats who are paying attention. Oh, yeah. And they are sending money to that guy. Well, if he gets in, he'll be a socialist, essentially. So that's obviously something they want. And you might say, well, how can they want a guy who is incapable of really doing anything at this point? Even, I mean, walking around and talking seems very difficult for the guy. Yep. But, of course, this is why he's getting so much money from the Democrats. They want the seat. They want a socialist in there. And also, they know he can't campaign on his own. So everything they're doing is this sort of like spending a fortune on people on their in their social media team to come up with new insults for where Dr. Oz used to live. Uh, what kind of platter is he buying at Wegmans? Uh, you know, you, and, it, I, and this is their entire campaign. And it and it absolutely shows that the people who are funding, the people who are really running this show on the left, do not care about a republic. You cannot care about a republic, a democratic republic, where you uh, the people elect somebody who says, this person can speak for me. You cannot make that case when the guy cannot speak because he can barely think. You, you don't want that. You want a rubber stamp. That's not a republic. Which one of us hates the Constitution? Which one of us is the radical? Which one of us is pushing for a new style of America? And which one of us is saying, this doesn't work. It hasn't worked for a long time. Let's look at the things that do work, reestablish those, and get rid of all the stuff that doesn't work. Let's use common sense and logic. Oh, I forgot. There is no logic. There is no common sense because in America, there is no longer any truth. Amazing, amazing time. Uh, Let's hear what Julia, right down the road here in Arlington, Texas, has to say about her results from trying GenuCell. This is the best in skincare. She says, I began using GenuCell's most popular package recently. I went to get a facial and the technician said I have impeccable skin. And she's seen 20-year-olds who don't have skin as nice as mine. Now, you tell me, uh, these are the results that you'd like to see for yourself or for someone that you love. For a limited time, every most popular package is 70% off from GenuCell. Plus, you'll get GenuCell's customer favorite, the correcting serum, absolutely free. GenuCell's most popular package treats everyday skin problems like wrinkles, dark spots, dry skin, sagging jawlines, and even the annoying bags and puffiness around the eyes. And with GenuCell's immediate effects, you'll see results in as little as 12 hours or your money back. It is a remarkable product, and people... Love it. 
GenuCell.com slash Beck, GenuCell.com slash Beck. For a limited time, your most popular package order includes a complimentary gift set with your subscription plus free express shipping. Check this out. It's the best in skincare from GenuCell. GenuCell.com slash Beck. It's G-U-G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Forty-five seconds.
15 seconds. Did you see Kanye West uh, last night on uh, Tucker Carlson? I did not. It was interesting. It was interesting. Uh, we're going to have to talk about it later. We don't have time now, but um, Bill O'Reilly's coming up in a minute. I'm, I don't know if he saw it, but uh, I don't think he's crazy. I don't think he's crazy. Um, and he made some really, really good points. And now, because he wore the uh, you know White Lives Matter sweatshirt, right, right. Um, uh, Adidas is is thinking about getting rid of him. What, do white lives not matter? I'm, Wait, sorry. I'm sorry. I thought they did. Yeah. I, I honestly did think that white lives along with black lives and every other life mattered. Yeah, Even well, the ones in the womb for us. Well, matter. Adidas says no, uh, and they're going to drop him. And uh, and I, what would you expect? I mean, I would expect something different from that company, especially since it was uh, founded by a guy named Adolf, uh, who... Uh, <laughs> was it? Yeah, it was. Who was um, uh, in charge of all the sports and athleticism for the uh, uh, for the Hitler Youth? Really? Yeah, yeah. I he and his know. brother, the who started Puma later, because Adolf and his brother got in, into a fight. Uh, he so his brother broke off and he started Puma, uh, and uh, they were both, you know, members of the Nazi Party, you know. And as soon as the war was over. You know, they stopped making those anti-tank things in their in their shoe factory. They were like, oh, no, we did. Oh, no, we love America. Love, love, love you. We always have. Uh, I take my pin off right now. Yeah. Hey, so, this is real history? This is real. This is I real history. something today. Kanye should say, okay, Adolf, thank you. <laughs> the Glenn Beck Program. Due to your love for my pillow products and support of the original My Slippers, which are almost completely sold out, Mike Lindell is launching a brand new all-season slipper, the slides and sandals, for as low as $29.98. It's only for a limited time. The new slippers are made with four-layer design to ensure your comfort, just like the other slippers. They're great. They also have breathable fabric, so you can wear them in the summertime. They're extremely comfortable, durable, uh, due to the patented impact gel. And Mike guarantees that these will be the most comfortable footwear you will ever own. It's easy, easy to get them. You can return them after 60 days. They have a one-year warranty on them. Just log on to MyPillow.com right now. Click on the radio listener specials. Use the promo code BECK and receive this incredible limited-time offer. They come with a one-year warranty, 60-day money-back guarantee. MyPillow.com, promo code BECK, 800-966-3117. Greetings, naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black here, founder of Rough Greens. Rough Greens is not dog food, but because dog food is dead food, it needs to be supplemented with live, powerful nutrition. Go ahead, take a bowl of your dog's kibble and put it on a shelf and see what happens after two to three years. You know what happens? Nothing. 
No mold, no bacteria, nothing happens. Because you know why? There's nothing alive in it. Dogs need live nutrition, which is why I formulated Rough Greens with live vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega oils, 